Welcome to Mind Your Own Retirement with Kay Fallock, the publisher of Your Life Choices magazine, and me, John Deeks. I'm here because uh, I'm happy to be here, and Kay is very happy to be here too. Hiya, Kay. I'm here because you're here. Oh, sure you are. <laughs> sure you are. And wait, what's this I hear? Folks, if you know that music, you'll know that that's all about Rock Wiz. And we are very honoured to be well, having two special places. We're in a special place right now. We're in the Espy Hotel, which has been the refurbished Espy Hotel. And we're in the podcasting booth of the Espy. And we have the wonderful Brian Nankervis with us here on this podcast. Hello, Brian. Yes. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever you like. Kay? I'm in awe. Do you know anybody in your life where everything they say about this person is nice, behind their back, in front of their back? Uh, do you have somebody like that? Yeah, you know? yeah. Because this man sitting opposite is exactly that. Everybody who says anything about Brian Nankervis is always good. Brian, how do you achieve that? Look, and please, can I have some? Yes, of course you can. Well, no, you've got plenty. We know that. You've got it uh, overflowing. Um, that's a very good question. I think uh, a happy upbringing, uh, a father who liked rotary and who liked to speak, a mother who adored that man, a mother who adored me. Life's good, John. But, but it is good, but... You you do, and I know this sounds trite, but you do spread happiness everywhere you go, right from back in the day to to now. Everybody, when your name is mentioned, people smile and they say nice things, especially behind your back. Now, in our industry, <laughs> yes. that is a rarity, my friend. It's not always straightforward, is it? Look, I think it, it's probably something to do with my approach to life. I am enthusiastic. I love being alive. I've been fortunate enough to roll with a whole lot of uh, great decisions that have fallen into my lap. You know, yep. I was a primary school teacher for six years. I escaped. I ended up at the last laugh <laughs> where the whole point was to entertain. And in fact, when I think back to my teaching years, I realised that the best way to make those kids happy, the best way to instruct those kids was to make them happy and to deliver a degree of entertainment. So I think that's been my whole so, process. So this is – your job actually has to be the best gig in it's Australia. It's It's a yes. ripper, isn't it? Yep. So did you, when you were five, say to the mum who loved you so much <laughs> – Mum, I want to be the master of rock whiz. No. No. No, <laughs> no I wish I did. No. Okay, I was a very uh, gentle and, a, and a, to a degree a shy child. You still are. I grew up <laughs> in a pretty conservative but loving home. My cousins introduced me to rock and roll, Bill and Peter. All of a sudden, around 1964, we stopped going out into the backyard to kick the footy in winter or play cricket in summer. Suddenly, we turned right down the long, dark corridor into the den. And in the den, they played me Rolling Stones music. Oh, my wow. God. Nothing else. Oh Maybe a little bit of Bob Dylan. No Beatles. I asked them one day, what about the Beatles? And they. It's a bit like Holden's and Ford's, isn't it? It's Were right. You, did you grow up on the Beatles? Did you grow up yes, on the Stones? Yes. And so to a young lad from North Borwin who came from a very 
as I say, a sheltered background. There was not a lot of music. There was not a lot of art. There was a lot of love. But this was a whole new world. It was a revelation. It was a revelation. I can feel thumping tum coming on oh, here. Oh, the <laughs> thumping tum. A little bit before my time. Right, you were too young. Just a bit. But my cousins used to go to the thumping tum. Oh, I'm glad wow. you brought that up. That's an oldie. And the much more ballroom. I was a little bit more, much more uh, the reefer cabaret that sort of thing. So this whole world excited me and I, and I think it was it was a revelation and then at school I fell in with a different group of kids in year 12 and they thought I was funny because my old friends had heard all the jokes. <laughs> then I went to teacher's college and thought, I don't know anyone here. I can be the funny was guy. Was it the Turek Teachers College? It was Burwood. Burwood Teachers College. Yeah, which is now that monstrosity. Well, I'm sure it's fabulous, but it's huge. Deacon in, oh, it's in a, Burwood it's a, it's Highway. It's a city. It's a city. It is enormous. When uh, I work with audiences, I always ask, are there any teachers in the audience? And a couple of hands might go up and I always tell them, that working an audience is exactly the same as you going into a classroom yeah. because you know in 30 seconds if it's going to be an easy day or a hard day. Yeah. And I would say that your teaching would have helped you understand audiences in as much as, okay, this is going to be hard, so yeah. I have to work, do that. Yeah. Whereas other times you come up and say hello and they're, gr they're just on the ground laughing. Absolutely. And you go, oh, thank God. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I think six it. years of teaching and I taught primary, so this is grade three and grade four. So they were not necessarily going to do everything that I wanted them to do, but I knew that if I made it fun, if I made it entertaining... And that was a, a great way to begin. But also, John, you and I share something is the idea of doing warm-ups and doing years and years of warm-ups. I did the panel for maybe five years. I did warm-ups for Jim Owen, for all the Working Dog Productions. And you know what it's like. You've got to think on your feet. You do. And you have to be, you know, you have to be honest and nice and... You know, you just have to bring them through the production. That's right. And, and make them feel inclusive. Yes. Because as we know, it's all stop-start and horrible stuff and the best is live, as we know. Of course. And it's not always about you, so you it's have to learn to... It's never about us. No. In, because in fact, it's very very easy to, to take that role and, uh, and it's wrong because we're not the stars, we're just no. the conduit. Well, I, I always say we're there for the uh, foreplay yep. and we hand over... The big O. We're just the fluffers. That's right. That's all we are. We're the fluffers. Look, Do you know what that is, Kay? Kay? No, I I'll don't know. I'll explain to you after. Warm up darling, <laughs> darling, you're in the SB. We'll, we'll explain a lot of things to you as we go through and stop trying to act so incredibly shy. <laughs> Brian, um, before I throw over to Kay, as you know, Mind Your Retirement is about um, yes. folks who ha reach a certain age. Can I invoke an old song and ask you the question Did you want to die before you got old? No. What, who, no, who sang that? That was uh, Pete Townsend wrote the lyric. Roger Daltrey sang it with the Who. Of Hope course, I die before my I generation. Get old. And now they're very old, and, they <laughs> and don't. they're still rocking and rolling, That's baby. Right? There's no way they want to die. They They've never thought that they'd be still performing at thirty. I know. Well, that's what Mick Jagger once said famously. I think. I hope I'm not uh, singing Satisfaction when I'm thirty. <laughs> so, Brian, what's the deal here? That we've got all these sort of fabulous uh, people we grew up with. Yes. Let's face it, and they were angry and they were subversive and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And they're still travelling around the world, stocking up their superannuation, if you like, yeah. and performing. So what 
keeps... Hello, Kiki D. Sorry. What keeps them going? What keeps you going? I think it's probably a love for the art form. I mean, you look at the, the major artists, the Rolling Stones, uh, Paul McCartney who's and Ringo Starr, who are still left from the Beatles, Bob Dylan. They were the giants of music in the early to mid to late 60s. They're still doing it because people want to hear what they're doing. Those hits were such a part of the fabric of our lives, but they still love it. It's It's... It's their art form. It keeps them young. It's what they say. do, and yeah. I would think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you look at Mick Jagger and he, he keeps himself incredibly healthy. Yep. And he does um, so much uh, to look after himself so he can mm. get up on stage and rock and roll all night, uh, as opposed to Keith. What is the deal with well, Keith Richards? Well, Keith, uh, yes. I mean, they, you know the old gag about cockroaches and Keith Richards will yes. be the last things left on earth In fact, the someone once The other gag was we, we need to think about what sort of world we're going to leave for Keith Richards. <laughs> <laughs> well, Keith is, is remarkable. He's one of those people who... Has uh, I mean I think he's cleaned his act up. He has a, a little in he the has. last five years, but but I, even said having said, I think it's a love for music. You yeah. see, you read any interview with Keith Richards, it's all about the music. it's all about the music, yeah. and he talks with such passion about reggae or or Chuck Berry or Jimmy Reed or John Lee Hooker. So it's the emotional connection, what I'm hearing here, because John and I have spoken quite a lot on the podcast about not being isolated and, and not becoming disconnected. Yes. So do you believe these um, rock legends are, are still connected oh, to, the, to their tribes, if yes. you like? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I think they are and I think it's part of community and, and look, you look at all those, not so much Dylan, he is one apart, but the Stones, uh, Paul McCartney, they've all taken on social media, they all Instagram, they're, they're heavily involved in, in Facebook. I mean, I follow Ronnie Wood. It's nuts. You know, I wake up in the morning and I check my Instagram and there's Ronnie filming himself drawing the set list or filming himself arriving at the gig. So He's a good artist. It's, well, he's an incredible yeah. artist. But I think it's very smart that they have maintained connections with their audiences. Look at Paul McCartney going on that James Corden show. Oh, the, brilliant. The Kakapu that karaoke. went everywhere. It was incredible yeah. and it was really very smart from Paul but, of course, he delivered. It wasn't like he wasn't particularly good. You know, he turned up in some pub and they did a gig and, and it was and, fabulous. And he's saying, so that's part of the recipe again to stay connected is to uh, learn new tricks, to look yep. at new ways of Absolutely. communicating. So to keep mainstream, not to go, oh, yeah. I'm too old to learn that. That's Never, right. never say that. Brian Nankervis is our special guest here on this wonderful podcast of Mind Your Own Retirement with Kay Fallick. And Brian, do you mind staying with us for, uh, for the next 24 hours? I would be no, delighted. It'll only, that, only seem that That way. sounds like a, a floor manager on yeah. a uh, TV show. We'll be back with more right after this. Folks, I'd like to talk to you about Your Life Choices Pension Checker. Now, this is an easy-to-use financial tool that allows you to calculate exactly how much you should be receiving in fortnightly pension payments and supplements. It's very well priced at just $29.95 per year. Visit 
pensionchecker.com.au and make today the day you take control of your income. With your life choices, Pension Checker. Welcome back to uh, Mind Your Own Retirement with Kay Fallick, the publisher of uh, Your Life Choices magazine. And uh, we're joined by the wonderful Brian Nankervis, me, John Deeks, with uh, both of these uh, superstars in the studio this morning. And we're actually today, we're going to actually uh, tell everybody where we are, Kay. Where are we? We're at the SB Hotel and this we're is... We're taking it on the road. We... <laughs> we're taking the show on the road. Isn't this... Jo- did you ever spend Did you ever spend uh, much of your youth my, here at the SB? My uh, misspent youth? No, never. Oh, darn. No, Guess darn. what? Feel that? Yeah, the Ca- carpets ain't sticky no more. It's all very lardy da yes. here, isn't it, yes. Brian? How much yes. time have you spent here, son? I've spent a lot of my life in this particular building. Yes, of course, Rockwiz was recorded uh, yeah. in the Gershwin room, but also I spent a couple of years here with Paul Hester, the late great Paul oh, Hester. Oh. Yeah. Hesse's shed was recorded in the Gershwin room. Oh, right. And SB Comedy was here you know, every Tuesday that, night. That was the reason why we loved your show so much, because it had that reality. It wasn't yes. in, a, in a sterile studio. Mm. It was here and you could smell it. Rough and ready. It was rough and ready, exactly. Yep. Now, we've got a couple of uh, things we'd like to get on to about money, honey. Well, it's Ain't about money. thing funny? It's money, but it's actually retirement. I'm just thinking music now. I'm hearing money and, you know. Would you like to sing us in? No, I'm not. We, no, we haven't got the money. <laughs> Because we don't want you to either. Uh, Timing your retirement, John. Now, you're not retired, nor am I, and nor is Brian. How do you know the right time to retire? How Uh, do you know? Well, how do you know, Brian? How do you know the right... We never want to retire, do we? No, I can't imagine ever Because we're not working. Although, I did run into someone yesterday, the brother of someone that I used to work with quite regularly and he was about, I think he's 64, a year older than me and I said, what are you up to? And he said, well, I've retired. And I said, yeah, how's it going? He said, oh, it's not great. I don't know what to do with myself. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm bored. Home doesn't feel right. Uh, there are yeah. tensions with the partner. Yeah, yeah. And I Transition. said, well, for me, I have been semi-retired for the last 35 years. In other words, when you work as an entertainer, you have good times and bad times and you learn to manage the downtime and I'm pretty comfortable with a lot of leisure. And I reckon if I ever do retire, (laughs) not that I want to, I feel like I'll be ready for it. But I think for someone who has worked in a very, very... Uh, strict working regime yeah. all their life, yeah. it would be a real shock. Yeah, that's true. Well, I listened to a talk years ago about very, a very smart lady from Canada who described retirement as a lifetime of Saturdays and she yeah. was saying to her audience, be prepared. And we've put together a quiz on the website which have, has got about 40 questions, but mo- they're, they're grouped into things around your health, mm. whether your health's in good shape. Because if it's not, don't think you're about to live the life of Raleigh. You're just going to line up for a lot of doctor's appointments. The money, look, we've talked about that before and that's not actually the point of this discussion. But Brian's brought up the significant other... Have you actually sat down and spoken to that special person, if you're lucky enough to have one in your life, and said, 
what do you want? Is, yes. is it mutual? Because often people leave the workplace, sometimes unexpectedly through retrenchment or health, but they've never actually asked that other person... Planned with that person no. as what the next stage What are your be? dreams? What yeah. do you want? What do you want, John? Um, I want to keep doing what I'm doing because this is not work. So I'm yes. really the wrong person to ask. There you go. Let's ask um, a professional, Brian Nankervis. <laughs> Someone who is... Well, my brother, for example, he's been teaching... I think he's been teaching for 30... Four years, and he is coming up towards retirement, and he says, "I I can't I can't even begin to imagine not having that incredible inspiration that he gets through through kids, through teaching, through learning new kids." He said, "I I don't I, I don't want to retire." So wouldn't he look to um, doing work in the, 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 what is it, the third age university? Yes, university, university kind of Because he, he obviously loves to teach. That's right. But also I imagine, look, there must be certain situations where physically if you don't feel that you are um, doing a good job, um, presumably you mentioned money before, but if you're comfortable, well, that would ease the matter but, ah, oh, look, I don't know. But you're right, Kay, about this idea, sorry, of, of someone else, the significant other in your life. Do you want me around, around. <laughs> oh, getting in the way? Yeah. And quite often the, the answer is no. Thank you. Yes. It's um, yes. twice as much husband on half the income is the cliche. Um, just in terms <laughs> of your brother, because I can't help myself, yeah. um, a lot of successful retirements are very connected to a transition. Good teachers will often locum teach. My mum worked yes. in a school. She went in as the admin lady when people went on holidays or long service leave. So if if you plan carefully, you cut back your hours if you're lucky yep. enough to have that kind of job sure. and you hold the two days or three days while you get used to being with significant other yeah. or developing hobbies. But the best time to develop a hobby is now. And Kay and Brian, I reckon the most important thing is to feel needed and relevant. Yes. And you, you, you were talking about how the Mick Jaggers of this world stay on social media. They want to stay relevant. They want to stay not, oh, remember him. It's mm. like, well, actually, they're still now and they bring new audiences in. Yeah. And when you do retire, you want to stay healthy. If you can get a little bit of income, fantastic. Nice. But you want to stay relevant and yep. feel needed. A sense of purpose, a reason to get up in the morning, yep. which kind of kills that lifetime of Saturdays unstructured. So often we'll uh, suggest that people start a retirement diary, you know, and oh, and yeah. um, people might join a club like a Rotary or they might start volunteering, they might start teaching English or, or little pieces. Um, to to get them in the groove a yes. bit. So and, and also mentoring. Brian, I don't know, but I'm really enjoying mentoring people through now because, oh. like, I, you know, I've, I'm fortunate that, you know, I'm okay financially. I'm, I'm working. It's good. But now I love helping others. Yes. Uh, and it's wonderful. It, it's so satisfying, isn't I it? Bet. Yeah, well, you must do that. People come to you and say, could you help me? I'd like to meet some inspiration 
inspiration and some uh, uh, help as yeah. far as getting into the business. How did you get in? Yeah, And absolutely. even things such as that and, and feeling comfortable within yourself to, to give those people... Yeah. Well, I've been at the ABC for the last four years doing a, a show every Friday called The Friday Review. And the ABC are very, very good at welcoming young people to work as interns. Oh, now, great. And, and to have them around, it really does it, – it fires you up, it inspires you, but it also – it really keeps you on your game because you think they're watching me, they're expecting some sort of leadership or they're expecting to be set some sort of example – and so it, it keeps you honest. And that's I the critical, critical point to the whole thing that you stay in touch with the next generation yep, yep. and the one after that. Mind your own retirement is what you're listening to. It's a podcast with Kay Fallick, the publisher of Your Life Choices. We have Brian Nankervis, the wonderful Brian Nankervis in the studio with us. We are broadcasting from the SB Hotel in the podcast studio. And we'll be back after this break on Mind Your Own Retirement with Travel and it's Leon. Wonder where we're going. Folks, I'd like to talk to you about Your Life Choices Pension Checker. Now, this is an easy-to-use financial tool that allows you to calculate exactly how much you should be receiving in fortnightly pension payments and supplements. It's very well priced at just $29.95 per year. Visit pensionchecker.com.au and make today the day you take control of your income with Your Life Choices Pension Checker. Welcome back. It's Mind Your Own Retirement. Kay Fallick is here. Brian Nankervis in the... Why not? Why not, Why Brian? Why wouldn't Nan I be Why here? not, Brian Nankervis? At the SB. Isn't that lovely here at the SB? Brian, I've not been here since it's all been groovied up. Look, I think they've done a remarkable job. Can I, I mention I'm, your name at the door to get in? Of course you can. It may not help. <laughs> no. It may have the reverse. <laughs> but I am delighted. I just actually arrived and realised that I'd left my bike lock at home. I snuck my bike in oh. and one of the uh, staff here... Oh, your family. ...saw me, gave me a little wink and said, why don't you put it in the Gershwin room? Oh, your family. So I, I mean, had a you little know, wander. There, there should be a Brian Nankervis room. Yes, a wouldn't plaque? that be good? There will. I'm starting a petition. Please. Have you been travelling recently? Of course. Always like to travel. Where was I last? I went. Uh, I had 24 hours on Mount Hotham. Ooh. I went to the Gold Coast for the Logies. I did the warm-up for the Logies, did John. Did you? You know, that is the hardest yes. gig. That's a whole other se segment. Let's not go there, but, mate, I salute you for doing the Logies oh, uh, because I've done that and that is a tough yes. gig. Let's talk travel and, hey, who's this, Kay? <gasps> it's Leon. Our travel editor. In live. I've never seen him in he's, person before. He, we resurrected he's, him. He's a very <laughs> handsome uh, rooster, isn't oh, he? Oh, he's gorgeous. I thought he'd be yeah. some crotchety old bugger no, in no, the office, no, no. but he's we very handsome. We only do young hot men in our office. Clearly. Yep. Welcome, Leon. Uh, once upon a time, you wouldn't have been able to see me blush, John, but today you can. Well, that's fantastic. And uh, what do you bring to the table on this podcast of Mind Your Own Retirement, my friend? Well, tis the season for sickness, uh, so... <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> well, what, have you. What have you brought? So I thought I'd just bring the tone of the show, show down a little bit, yeah, and uh, talk about how not to get sick when you travel, because that's uh, the... the First way to ruin a good holiday, isn't it? Getting sick on the first day. I saw, was it Beyonce? No, it was a, 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 a supermodel. I love that word. Uh, and she said every time she gets on a plane, she puts on her rubber gloves 
No, settle down, Kay. Settle down. S- settle down, Kay. Um, <laughs> no, puts on rubber gloves, gets out a, a sanitizer wipe and puts down the tray, she'd be in business, and wipes everything down, all the, everything that she could possibly touch, then puts it all away and then when she they're coming in to, to land, she puts on the face mask because people, the change of pressure and things start to... <coughs> mm, yeah. And she said... And people look at me and I go, you know, I couldn't care less um, because that's how I stay healthy because I fly so much. Leon, over to you. Well, I, I sort of share that theory. I catch public transport every day and you know, my, I don't usually get sick, I think, because the immune system is bolstered. <laughs> but having said that, there is merit to her methods. Uh, I do think that, um, you know, the, the dirtiest places on the plane are the trays and the seatbelt. So who cares what you look like? Give it a bit of a wipe, you know. I don't want to arrive sick or, you know, the first three or four days of my holiday sort of ruined because I looked like an idiot wiping down the tray on my, on my plane. So, um, so yeah. you're a wiper, Leo. <laughs> I am a recently converted wiper, yes, Brian. Um, thank you. And I fold, I don't scrunch. No. That's a different story. Um, no, I, I think, uh, yeah, look, let's just try and stay, stay uh, healthy. Um, before you go, we'll, um, we'll talk about before you go. Let's just, we'll skip ahead to the plane, yeah, but, you, you know, go. I can take this way further if you want to be really paranoid about being sick on holiday. Um, and to be honest, there's only one tip that I'll really give that I reckon since I adopted it, I've never been sick on a trip, especially on a plane, whereas I used to sort of pick up those little lurgies. But anyway, um, the best thing to do before you go is check on Smart Traveller. Have a look and see what the health's like in the destination you're going to. I recently went to Fiji and kind of developing, so you've got to check, you know, see what see what's going on in the place. Um, Smart Traveller was good because it sort of gave me the, the straight lowdown. Uh, I, I was worried about the drinking water. found out that I didn't really have to be, um, especially where I was going in Fiji. Um, the rule is hotels and resorts. You're sort of pretty safe with the water because they usually have water treatment. Um, but the further away you get from those places, that's where you're sort of more in, in danger of maybe picking something up from the water. Um, I reckon before you go, just sort of load up on the immune boosters, um, eat colourful fruits and veggies and get some good sleep. Maybe don't get blind drunk the night before you leave, uh, no matter how nervous you are about the flight. Hey, now you tell us. Leon. Well, the alcohol will kill anything on the plane, but yeah, what <laughs> not about, before. What about the those amongst us who still work, who before you go on a holiday, you work three times as hard... And you crawl onto that plane and collapse. Kay and Kay that's when It's Kay. She's talking about herself <laughs> again. That's when I think you pick up the bug because you do go away exhausted and, and you, your immunity's way down. How do you... You need a holiday before you go. Yes. Because, yes. Brian, there's trips and there's holidays, isn't there? <laughs> yes. You know, there's, there's trips and there's holidays. So, you know, I mean, you went to Fiji, obviously. It was a working bee, but it was, yeah. I, I hear about a lot of people getting sick on uh, cruises and a lot of our listeners to Mind Your Own Retirement will be taking cruises. Yeah, that's What about true. Um, being well on cruises? Um, look... The same rules of thumb that you probably get a bit lazy about at home apply to cruise ships. Keep your hands clean, wash them, use the sanitizers. Maybe don't touch the food uh, with your hands. Use the tongs and things like that. Don't lick the floor. Um, I think the if you're really paranoid, maybe steer clear of the buffet but and order off the menu. But you know what? You, you only really sort of hear about the outbreaks. Hundreds of cruisers leave port every day and, you know... One in 300, there might be some sort of outbreak or something. 
I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but it's they're pretty good. They're pretty clean. I mean, you hear about it because it makes good news, but practice all your sort of normal hygiene um, sort of stuff at home and that you do that you should on board, and yeah, you'll be good. And, and crucially, I would imagine, crucially. be healthy to start with. That's right. So, yeah. so if you go into a cruise or or, or a plane flight healthy, chances are you'll fight off any little bugs that may be It's got to help, hasn't Absolutely, it? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I would have thought. I, I look after myself a lot more when I'm away now than perhaps yeah. I would have in the past, yeah. especially the people that I would have associated with yeah. who uh, would have maybe cared to party harder than I. Yeah. And um, so you do have to look after yourself, don't you, Kay? Now, you're about to go on a trip. What are you doing for yourself? Well, I'm going to Byron Bay for four nights to get ready for my trip to Italy. Oh, so you're going to you're going to rehab up there, or oh, no. <laughs> what, what are you but doing? But I might lose some weight. No, 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 you no, don't need to no. Do that. no. Um, I'm going to be with my family for four nights, and then I'm heading off. Um, yeah, I think not being overtired, but the point you just made, John. Um, look after yourself. So people on cruises, when they see that buffet, you actually don't have to eat everything in front of you. You don't. You don't need to come off groaning (laughs) with an excess weight. Uh, Get up and have the morning walk because you're somewhere amazing and you haven't been there before. So combining health with new places, easy. Common sense, I guess, certainly on would be one of the biggest things, wouldn't it? Common sense. Absolutely. I mean... Yeah, you tend to go a little bit nuts when you go on holiday and like um, Brian said, if you're sort of practising your normal health routines or, you know, sometimes, yeah, people go away and they, they eat more healthily when they're away than they do at home. Well, you know, it's a mindset, maybe though, reversing that's probably the better call. But, um, yeah, pra- just being sensible. I mean, uh, it, full disclosure, I haven't had all of the vaccinations and things you're supposed to have. And so far, so good. There's no, there's no wood here to touch, but I haven't fallen ill because I'm pretty sensible, you know. And, I mean, that, that just goes for everyone. Just, just be sensible. But if you go to a, a developing country, if you went to a Thailand or a Cambodia or Vietnam, mm. presumably you'd have vaccinations? Well, yeah, I think um, that's where you're rolling the dice, especially Sierra, from the... Sierra Leone. Yeah, yeah. The I th- I think waterborne, it's, airborne. It's, it's sensible not a to discussion. get the vaccinations, of you, course. It you is, have yeah. the vaccination. You, yeah. you yeah. must. Last time we spoke, you'd just come back from Fiji. Yes. Where are you off to soon? Uh, I'm off to Canada. Um, yeah, next you month. You won't need anything for there because they're terribly nice and they won't give you anything. So I mean, the, the water's supposed wise. to be pretty good too. <laughs> yes, it is. And, There's a and lot of you're not, you're not going not to, sure about the beer, though. Uh, Nova Scotia or over to the other side to Gander. Gander. No. Yeah. Have you ah. seen that play? I, I heard about it. Come we're from talking about away. It. Yeah. We reviewed it. How Did good you? is it? How I good is it? I loved it and I was in tears yep. from the opening moment. Yep. Richard Piper as the mayor. It's magnificent. Are you going there, Leon? No, I'm off to Ontario, actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, Kay was recently in Nova Scotia. so I was. And Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Did you go to Gander? I did not. What about you, Brian? Are you off to somewhere uh, exotic soon? Um, I mean, you've looked, you know, Gold Coast, Bullo. My my eldest child is currently in New York. My middle child is about to go to France on a university exchange. Our youngest is going to Paris in December 
on a school exchange. So we're thinking maybe we might have a white What Christmas. happened to our childhood, mate? We, we were lucky to go to... <laughs> I'm going right. to Tasmania. Exactly. <laughs> you know, now our kids are all over the world. Yeah, they do love to travel. And uh, it's a wonderful for, for us it. because it, if you're fortunate enough, and a lot of folks aren't, of course, but if you're fortunate enough to say, OK, uh, I'm off to New York yeah. to, because I have to go and see, you know, little you know, yeah. Trixie or whatever. I've got to meet uh, you there. What will we talk about next time we catch up, my friend? Whatever you want to talk about, John. All right. When, when are you? Are you off to Canada soon? Or? Uh, I'm off uh, mid-September, so we've, we'll probably see each other before then. I'd You're not going to miss out on the footy grand final. I hope so. Oh, okay. Oh. Now he's one of those. One of those. Oh. Um, all right. Shh, let's. Shh, everyone. No, calm because St down. Kilda won't be anywhere near those finals. Oh, no, they they, oh won't. then I'd go as far away <laughs> as you possibly can. Mind your own retirement is what you're listening to. Um, you've just heard from our wonderful travel guru Leon and uh, Brian Nankervis is the other voice from Rockwiz and everything. We everybody loves Brian. What are you pointing at, Kay? Have you got a nugget in your hand? Oh, she's got a nugget in her hand. I have. And she's happy to see us. And uh, we're <laughs> going to talk about that nugget, or should we go straight into the nugget? We'll go straight into the nugget? Okay, we're going to go straight into the nugget. It's Mind Your Own Retirement coming f- almost live from the Espy Hotel, the new revived Espy yes. Hotel with not a sticky bit of carpet in sight. But some of the traditional, wonderful, wonderful warmth of this place and photos that I'm looking up on the wall of so many great artists, all of whom are very close personal friends of Brian Nankervis, which is yeah, fantastic. Yeah, there's a few is, up is there. I can see Sorry. Tex Perkins. Uh, yeah. I can, see, Mossy, uh, I can see Mossy. Mossy, perhaps Mark Seymour, Stephen Cummings. Come in, everybody. Come, Come in. on. Oh. No, they're Do just photos. Do you reckon photos. this place has got ghosts? Has it got a ghost? Oh, yeah. Well, apparently there's one up on the top floor. Really? Yes. Oh, in ah. the Alfred Felton room. Oh. Mm. I believe right. it's called the Ghost of Alfred Felton yes, Bar. That's yeah. right. Is that right? Oh, I oh, have to find Beautiful. out about it's way this. upstairs. Okay. Are you concentrating? Yes, I, you are. You're, you're, I am you're, listening to you. I think it's wonderful because you're the only one who does research on this. I'm the only one. Have who you researched cares. a nugget for <laughs> What's us? What's the nugget? <laughs> Do you know? I'm listening to all of you say everything that I was about to say in my nugget. Oh, oh darling, dear. I'm sorry. It's okay. Come on. It's Should okay. Have preempted it. It's something you didn't know before. The hotel was built in. Come on, guys. Eighteen. Fifty-two. No, 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 no. 18. No, Were no. you there? Brian's getting warmer. 1870. Mm, 80. Oh, it's not fair, Kate, because you, you'd know you'd have been here when it <laughs> I was. I was with my mother. <laughs> it was intended to be three large terrace houses. Oh. Um, there are ghosts here. And once there were baths and an ice rink, okay? Well, St Moritz was and, just down the road. And the big deal... The big deal is that they do ghost tours here. So you come here, you get your drink and you go looking for long-lost people. Wow. How cool is that? And and what else? Oh, how many babies were conceived here at the ESPY? Uh, three. Oh. All on the same night. It was very <laughs> snowy. Uh, John's making this rubbish up, really. I mean, I think it's time we went. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure. Look, there was a lot of shenanigans back in, back in the day. Oh, I'm getting the wind up from the producer. Yes, you are. <laughs> oh, dearie me. It's, it's gone. I've got my back to him. Can yeah. we say one more thing? Yeah, we that can. Brian has a rock whiz show yes. at the museum <gasps> what? in Melbourne yes. on the August the 23rd. Fabulous. And it's a very special Rockwiz show because it's just myself and the band. <gasps> Julia, I'm there. the wonderful I'm there. Julia, will be overseas. 
but uh, we thought let's try something a little different. Will Dougal be there? Where is, where is that? <laughs> At the museum, the Melbourne Museum. It's part of, there's an incredible exhibition there called Records and Revolutions, which looks at sort of cultural movements between 66 and 1970, 1966 and 1970. And so our show will sort of fit in with that, but there'll be a lot of quizzing, there'll be a lot of rock Please and roll. Please tell me it'll be on telly. I'd like to, but I can't. Is it being shot? No. It's not being filmed? No, it's just that live oh. experience. Someone might have a camera. You, can we get tickets? Yes, you H- can. How can you get tickets, I Brian? Would, let your fingers do the walking to the Museum of Melbourne. Okay. Melbourne Museum. And we'll look, put it up on the oh, website. Oh, would you? You've, You've been listening to oh. Mind Your Own Retirement, you two crazy kids, um, with KFL, like the publisher. Your life choices is where you should always be. Please tell your friends. We'll be back next time from some wonderful location for your next episode of your podcasts, Mind Your Own Retirement. Mm-hmm.